Uh, I think this can probably be uh, taken care of fairly quickly. I just have a mental hitch. Um, the world, sorry, the movie and truth. Sure. Sorry. Uh, um, the movie and truth as yeah. being completely separate and isolated from one another. Uh, okay. Yes and no. Yes. There's a paradox here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want to? Well, uh, the old formula of um, the world is illusion, Brahman alone is real, the world is Brahman. Brahman is real. Yes. Um, seems to, there seems to be identity there, far apart from separation. Can both exist simultaneously? Why not? Yes. 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 When the movie is presenting, when the movie is presenting, then Brahman is the world. But, but when, when Brahman is what is, and the perspective of Brahman, the Brahman is real. So. I was right. It was easy to resolve. <laughs> Does it make sense though? Oh, it's, it's, just, it's just a paradox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. At, at some point it doesn't mean at all, and at another point one comes out of another, and at another point the movie never was. It makes space for all three. Okay, sure. One, um, yesterday this gentleman and you, your advice to him was like, you're going in, don't try and pull yourself out, you know, and become a meditator and, you know. Oh, yeah. So I started thinking and I'm thinking, I'm doing both at the same time all the time, which is why I'm driving myself crazy. Because I really am fed up with the whole thing. All right. And part of me is really trying to pull back and gone on silent Buddhist meditation retreats and done spiritual practice, done a lot of stuff, right, that, that would be pulling me back. Yeah. And then there's part of me that is, as, as I'm pulling myself back, it's like, I, poor guy over there, we ended up on the subject. I, I like, when I see that I'm pulling myself back, um, I have to tell everybody what an interesting, dramatic <laughs> life I had. And it's just like, it's enough to build ten lives. And, and then my story, I mean, I have to, I have to do it because there's this thing when, when it sees that I'm going back, it's got, it's got to get itself back out there. And then, then I got to do another project and I, and, and I get into this space. Yes. So the only thing that comes to me out of that is, um, I haven't got the patience to, I just want, I'd like to do ayahuasca and blow the whole thing away. You know? Yeah. Just, you know, like you say, just let it all go. But, there's something that's so struggling in me that I that it's driving me insane, and I just want to get rid of it. So, what's the juice that you have in feeding and building the story of you, your own story? What's the juice in going back in there and telling your story? What what what's enjoyed when that's happening? Um, I like entertaining. I like you know, like people go, wow, that really happened to you. That really, you know, and it's like so it gives you attention, or yeah, I get attention, and then of course I think, not 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 you, but um, I think, (laughs) (laughs) why did I even tell that person that? You know, what 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 was I thinking? 
now and then I beat myself up over it. Like, just, you know, keep your, just be quiet, yes. you know? And, yes. But there's this desire to be quiet. And I can go to Datun and spend two weeks inside the retreat and I think I feel really good and it's great. And then, like, go home and I carry the practice for a few months and then, then I lose it. Uh, something comes up and I get totally back into some new drama. Yes. And um, then I'm off for months or a year. Yes. At what point do you see that you're in the drama? No, my question is, as, as the drama is cranking up and you're being pulled into it, do you know what's happening? Um, no, I think I, I go unconscious. And, I, and then I find myself in the middle of this story and I'm going, wow. Yeah, I started in the middle. When I, I, I leave in. Yeah. Just the same way I would like to go to Peru and do ayahuasca. I, I, I could just do that. Yeah. You know, I just get on a plane and go and do that. Yeah, sure. And then... Then it would give you more stories to tell people. It would, yeah. <laughs> it's just another experience. Yeah. And I have enough stories already. Mm. Yeah. So... <laughs> Before I go insane, something has to crack. Okay. Okay. You know. So it's like it's like there's a hypnosis then. Do you know? Like something has been pulled back and mind is within, and then there's a, a leaving, slipping out that you don't notice, and some kind of hypnosis comes in, and then you then you cop it again when you're in the movie. Alright, second that you see you're in the movie, get out of it. Uh -huh. That's the key. Being in the movie and still feeding the movie. Right, that's dodgy. Uh -huh. Because the second that you see you're in the movie and you step out, what will happen next time is that you'll see it earlier. Right. It's like something happens in mind and it's like, oh, that this. It's like the functioning says, when mind tells her, whoa, you're right in there in your drama. When functioning tells her this, separation happens. But if functioning tells you this, and nothing happens, and you continue to feel it, well, then you obviously are still enjoying the juice of it. Right. So, of course, a, a shift towards seeing the pull to the movie can't come. Mm -hmm. It can't come because you're still enjoying it. Right. Yeah. You're not, you're not using the, the little gift of seeing. Whoa, I'm here off talking my eye story. Bologna, how did I get into this? It's like, you know what? Excuse me, I actually have to go. Stop, just stop it. Just sit right in the middle of the juiciest part. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The second that the hypnosis of the movie wears off, get out. Uh -huh. Get out. Right. The second that it wears off. Get out. Either go silent or remove it or just finish that little bit and just just let it peter down, gone out. Keep your perspective of seeing what's happening. Hang on to that. That's more important than the juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Alright. And also thinking of engineering my life a little bit more so that I hang out with people who are less into you know, dramas and, and pull me into things. Which means I want to run away from my family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm a bit suspicious because 
years when I hear people saying, I want to, I want to, you know, move away from one set of people and move into like-minded people, it's like, well, you know, I'm fed up with that story, I just prefer a different story. I prefer the seeking story than the, you know, talking about the kids' story. It's like, stories, all the stories, all the stories. Try silence a bit. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter who you're with. Uh-huh. But just be more silent, huh? Right. Let silence come and see what happens. Yeah, it's true. And it's true, even in, like, my granddaughter lives with me. She's yeah. like, Grandma, why didn't you tell that person that? Just, yeah. You know, she's telling me. She can see she's the 12 years yeah. old. She's saying, wow. you know, yeah. you don't have to say that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But don't say that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Uh, I don't really need to. Our kids are our teachers so mm-hmm. often, huh? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Speak less. Yeah. Two ears, one mouth. Other people have come up with individually helpful. 
Um, but uh, yesterday I shared with you that I, that I felt that I'm carrying this heavy cross. Um, that I've got expanded in my understanding as I, well not expanded, I got, I, I've since yesterday got to see places in my life where I've manifested that heaviness in my body, in my, uh, you know, huge long to-do list and the projects that I've started and not finished. I've got all these places in, in my life in, in the phenomenal world where um, I'm definitely manifesting that heaviness. And that was a, that was a real, um, I don't know, for me, that was a, uh, nice to realize that. On the other side of the, of the coin, on the other side of the coin, was this um, understanding that um, that I'm uh, allowing myself to be open to this karmic energy that you talked about. Yes. Which I have to say that my logical, my friend back there, the, the historian, my logical, my logical analytical mind said that's a bunch of bullshit. You know yes. that that's uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. So I couldn't make any sense of it from that point of view. And yet the reaction I had, you know, right here in my body when you just, just suggested that, I was so uh, I trust that that reaction very much to be true. So I, I'm, I'm accepting that that's what's going on. And, um, so I can't, I can't get over. I feel like I'm, I'm uh, whining here, but. I can't get over this picture of myself uh, just standing at the bottom of a big garbage dump, yeah. and as the, as the karmic garbage trucks back up, and, and I'm going, yeah, bring it on, you know. Yeah, okay. And I don't understand why I would yes. do such a thing. It seems it seems insane that the, the pain that results from it is is um, continuing with me, and yes. uh, I'm very tired of it. Yes. Very tired of it. Yes. Um, but I just, I'm just not sure what to do next. Um, I know that, I know that that awareness is going to be helpful for sure. Yes. Yeah. And um, and as you were just saying a woman a minute ago, um, catching myself in the middle of it and going, <laughs> I just it's giving to the to the garbage trucks, nifty nifty. That was yeah. a wonderful. You know, <laughs> not today. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm not, I'm not even sure that I. No one is happening until long afterwards. And the other thing is, there's this, there's this almost feels like an entity within me that's, that says nothing, nothing to me when I try to stop it. Wow. This entity says, um, what do you mean, stop it? You, this is your... Your lot. Your lot, yeah. This is your penance, your sentence, your your karmic um, result of something. I don't yeah. know what it's a result of. But, uh, yeah. So it's very hard for me to... Uh, to stop it even when I recognize it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that entity or that energetic kink, I was calling it, you know, that, that valve that's like yeah. it's skewed up. Okay. Um, which, in, in your gut, do you want to do you want to go with that entity who says that? Like, okay, in your mind, of course, you want the suffering to stop. Everyone wants the suffering to stop, but then do something about it. They actually really don't want the suffering to stop because there's too much juice in the suffering. Yeah. So you know, this is what happens, no? Okay. So I don't want your mind approach. I want in your belly. Is there something that's ready to say no to that entity who's pro karma? Yeah, absolutely. Are you sure? 
Yes. Then in the recognition of that entity, or even mind putting that label on it, doesn't matter, whatever is going to help now to get a distance from it is useful. In the seeing of that entity, well now you have what the mechanism is, you know? The dumpster truck is taking the signals, come on, back up, get back up, tip, 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 from this entity. Do you know? Mm -hmm. This is the one. Mm -hmm. So then there's a, a gym back here then, who's like, bloody hell, you know? You, you're the cause of this, you're the cause of this, and, and, and I want out. So I'm not sure if I can recognize the difference between my mind looking at it and saying it's not. That's it. Yeah, do we have distance here or not? Yeah. How much have you bought into still? That's what I'm after. Mm. Is it really presenting as real, or can you see it as just an energetic kink? Is there something really to be paid back, or is it an energetic kink? I don't want to go there. Ah, we got to go there. That's what this is about. And I just keep coming up with the word believe, you know, so that I believe that there is something to be paid back. Do you? That feels intellectual. Ah, oh, okay. And it seems to get in touch with the, with the uh, gut feeling about it. Alright. Yeah, it's just, it's a, there's a mental process going on. It's repeating affirmations, basically. Yeah. You know. Yeah. so many different techniques to get it to stop. Just about everything in the book, you know?
<clears throat> and I just, uh, God. <sighs> so what I don't want to say right now is, um, is uh, sitting next to Tracy and uh, she reminds me so much of my daughter in, in some ways and uh, I feel like I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like if I don't stop, I think that's what's going to happen. I will slip up here. So all this, all this talk this weekend about letting go uh, sounds really dangerous to me. It sounds like, you know, I'm letting go of, the, of whatever it is that's uh, keeping me from slipping under. But I'm, I'm really tired of holding on. Status from this. Nothing. Yeah, 
this. I know that I, I know I have my identity pretty much tied up in this. Yeah. subtle way, don't get off in it. No subtle, because that's what mind will try to do. We try to find the some bit of a, a breather in it. And what we'll do is say, oh, at least I'm helping the planet. Too much, too much, too much. Nothing. Just let let this process do its thing. No more fighting it, surrender to it, and wade it out. Wade through it and see what happens. It will shift. I mean, it, it will shift. Yeah, I, I trust you on that. Yeah. It has to, because everything changes. Everything only lasts for a while. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's it's really helpful to me now to know, uh, even if I don't recognize it at the moment, it's happening to, to know what it is and, and say, yes. it's just more good. Yeah, yeah, and let it work through your form. It's the best attitude if you need, because it would be good to have an attitude towards it that keeps the ego, you know, um, at a minimum. The best attitude is is to serve the karma, to be of service to the karma. I don't know what that means. Okay, one attitude would be, yeah, I'll take it. Come on, come on, I'll take it. I'll take it. No, no. Move away from, okay, if that's what this form is do, let it is, is to do, let it be of service. If the universe wants it to just take on all this negative crap and negative thought and negative stuff, okay, I, I, I completely offer it. I can offer to clean toilets or I can offer to take on karma or I can offer to, you know, do whatever. It's like a, a service. Just a service, an energetic service. So with that willingness to just serve, to just be of use, to be of use. Yeah. That's kind of a clean attitude. It stops the ego making a story out of it. Right. Definitely does. Yeah, it does. Just yeah. be of service. Just be of service. And no medals for being of service. It's yeah. just being of service. Yeah. Simply, humbly. <clears throat> it's okay, Jim, because you, you've, you, you've looked at this a thousand ways. Yeah. And yesterday it was like, okay, it was seen as karma, and then it was no more. And then it was like, uh, can't, can't sit with that one either now. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're, you're going down through the layers to find out, okay, what's the core belief here? The core belief here is that you've got to wait it out. Okay, wait it out. Mm. Well, you learn about surrender, you learn about service. Yeah. And it'll destroy your ego. All is well. Mm. All is well.
picking up something from the last conversation and uh, made me think about more playfulness. Um, so, and I, the, where I want to be even more playful, I, there's places where I play very easily, sports that have its rules. But when I run a workshop, I don't play as much. You know, there's, it's more serious. And I think, I, I think that's just me playing some kind of game that, that uh, gee, if, if we don't take this amount of time or do this activity, uh, something's going to be missed. So there's a place where some part of me is too serious. Okay. Okay. Good. It's nice that there's a crack there. Because I remember your conversation yesterday about just that, you know, there's there's, there's a sense of purpose for you pumping Mm -hmm. strong. And we're trying to like, okay, let's honor that. But but the way you're talking now is that there's there's some kind of lack of comfort when the movie is taken too seriously. So another way of saying the same thing. No? It's not so much lack of comfort, because I think the movie is a good movie sometimes, but um, I'm too much in control of that. Yes. That's what makes it serious. Yeah. Because there's an individual I who needs to get something or improve or to get value out of the store. Or see that other people get value out of it. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's got an agenda. Mm-hmm. The personal eye is very sticky there. Yeah. So what's happening is, is that there's identification with being an individual. It's tighter. When it's very tight, things are serious. It's not that the subject matter was taken seriously, it's more that identification with being an individual is running very strongly. That gives you an agenda. There will be an agenda that's serious when you're really believing the movie. I'm paid to deliver on an agenda. Mm, I'm talking about a different thing. Uh, an, an agenda is, is in this context, is when, when the ego wants to get something. It has an agenda. It wants to understand or to gain something, or and it's taking it seriously because it wants to get something. Okay? If nothing is gotten from a workshop, it should be all right. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I know it wouldn't be, but that's the, that's what's causing the suffering because there's a belief that it wouldn't be. I mean, I'm holding on to another belief that it would be even better if I weren't so serious. Yes. Uh, but the but the idea that it wouldn't produce a result is not acceptable. To me. Yes, this is the rigidity that causes the the question to arise. Certain things are not acceptable. You can't be hired to deliver something, say through the area of leadership, and nobody gets any leadership. Mm-hmm. They're not better as leaders at the end of it. That's not acceptable. Okay, but it might happen. You might do your damned best. Sure, that's and okay. And people, you know, are just like, that guy, no. No, that's fine. But then, but I'm serious about doing my best. That's yeah. still serious. If somebody gets, if no one gets anything out of it, I can live with that. But then I at least done my part to, to be serious about it. All right. 
So I don't, I'm not hooked on... Personal responsibility. Yeah, I'm not hooked on their outcome, but I have to do my part. Okay. So let's go wind back a little bit. So if you're attending a workshop, let's say you don't get anything out of it. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I recommend it to anybody else, but that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So the sense of of, um, something being acceptable and something not being acceptable, this, this will loosen in time. As mind matures and we move through life, it loosens. Let there be space for things to be another way. Because it's only your rearing, your conditioning, which has told you that certain things are acceptable and some things are not acceptable. And it's a painful place to be because there's very much right and wrong and there are standards that you have to um, adhere to. But there's something much more natural in being just a little bit more fluid. I'm not talking about deliberately dropping standards at all. I'm talking about an attitude of just being softer on yourself. <coughs> Honoring a little bit more of what's natural rather than what you believe is right. Just moving towards what's natural and honoring that. That's very amorphous. I mean, what I believe is to be right seems, I won't say it's unnatural, it seems pretty natural. Letting go of a belief of what's right and therefore naturalness arrives doesn't Doesn't click for you. Yeah. Um, Having a belief of what's right appears as natural because it's been there for a long time. It works as well. It mightn't always work because it's subjective. It's only right according to you. And you'll gravitate towards people who believe it's right, but sometimes you'll find that people believe something quite different is right. What do you do then? Is there no space for that? I can appreciate when there's jokesters and they make light of stuff to a point. But I appreciate it because it you know it does lighten some like I won't be the one who's gonna get laughter happening in the session. But I can appreciate when people bring that, but within some boundaries. <laughs> so I'll have to get somewhere and yeah, we can have fun and there's lots of fun activities as well that I'm talking about laughter, playfulness. Do you see how all the rules that you live by, all the structures of how it is and how it should be, do you see the set of rules that you're running? For sure in the business world there's rules, yeah. Okay, do you see how you're personally running the rules? Like now you're talking about rules. Do you think my personal life as opposed to in the business world? Yeah, just how your mind works. It's how your mind works. It's not where it works, it's how it works. Okay. Yeah, but there's some sequence, there's some logic, there's some... I just see it as flow, too. There's some sequence to flow. Okay. Okay. There isn't much flow when something is right and something is wrong. I mean, I studied engineering, there's, you know, if you're going to make water flow, there is a sequence. You don't just put pipes here and hope that things are going to work. There is a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. That's fine in, the, in the, 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 the practical world. But in the world of thought, it's not quite 
as uh, the, the law of physics is a slightly different set of laws. I, I, I do work in creativity. There's ways of helping people be creative. There's systems. Okay, what questions do you want to ask? What's, what's, what's the blip underneath all this? Because we're just cruising around here. What, what, what's underpinning it all? Right There's got to be a way to be able to be less uh, maybe rigid uh, and still have good, you know, more, more uh, get somewhere without having to have uh, um, only rules to get there or structure. Yes, but every time you present one of your rules and I say, and I tackle it, you justify the rule. So, do you want less rigidity? If you really want less rigidity, then these rules have to soften. Maybe soften makes sense, not to throw them away. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe yet, I'll accept this possibility. <laughs> you're funny, you think you're not funny, but you're very funny. <laughs> your mind, to allow your mind. Okay. And then you present your value system, if we go after your mind, if I go after the value system, you present your mind. You're in a double mind. Let it get loose. The value system or the mind? Or both. Both. <laughs> both, because you're using one to prop up the other. Mm. Just leave room for maybe. Is there another place besides value system or mind? They're the two you're presenting right now. They're, they're the ones that are locked into how it is. Because that says I should find different values or a different mind or mindset. No, it says introduce maybe. It's not about replacing. It's about just loosening. Replacing one concept for another is goes nowhere. You know that. Just loosening things to allow for maybe maybe the picture is wider than what I've imagined. Maybe it's maybe there's more potentiality in the unlimited than what I've seen so far. Isn't that outside of my mind? Because if I can loosen my mind, it's kind of adding more to my mind that's already there. No, it's softening the borderlines around the value system and the system of right and wrong, the framework with which you think. But doesn't that just broaden it so that what I thought was right or wrong might be expanded? It's still going to be in the mind. 
or spreading what's wrong. I'll expand it. Yes, but that's that's where you because you're being a slave to your mind. You're totally a slave to your mind. You're living according to the rules of your mind. So that's where we better start. Because yeah. otherwise, I can tell you, well, you're not your mind. All is well. You're not your mind. Forget about your thoughts. I mean, you know, that's just pie in the sky. Yeah, for the way my mind works. Yes. For the way your mind works, yes. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't fit in. If it doesn't fit in, it's in the bin. So I'm saying, well, let's just make it a little bit looser so that other things can possibly fit in. So that there's just space for it to loosen. Yes, it will be in the mind. I'm introducing the mind to be less limited. Mm -hmm. Just less limited. So when something is absolutely categorically, 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 <laughs> categorically not, not acceptable, it's like, hmm, hold on, can that just be... Can there be exceptions to this? Can there just be exceptions? Let's just be a bit looser. Just be a bit looser and you'll find nothing is lost, but something is gained. Yes, an experiment. Yeah. Okay, under the label of experiment, it's allowed. All right, we're making progress. <laughs> Finding things that look different. It's not about that. It's about internally opening to the possibility for things to appear in a different way. An experiment. Okay, an experiment. <laughs> okay. Sure. in my life and it just came to me at the perfect time and even um, just one thing even like yesterday I, I said I want to write a book but I didn't mean I want, I want to write a book I, I said I want to I didn't mean it that way but I want my wanted to have what's in my mind what's way that's all the big stuff that is being funneling into my mind which I can't even talk about when it comes up is so one any little bit of what is up there, you know? I just want to better, better read that somewhere for myself, I mean, yes. that way. Yes. And then I thought, I said something stupid, I want to write a book, I don't write a book. And then I went and, and a few things I do have, um, that I keep, and this was this one in the book, and then I read something about, um, beyond the concepts that can be intuited, and that's exactly what I'm going through. It's like, this, like the, it's intuited what, I, what I'm, Feeling? Yes. And like, like what you talked about Kundalini today, I know I had that experience, it's up, it's here now. 
Yeah. And it's gone through my body now. It's like going through like these bigger just concepts of the, that are not me. They're like of the world or the structure or things like that 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 are all just illusion too. Yes. Which I, I have to see and I have to go through and I have to experience and I have to um I have to touch and like to let it go. Otherwise it's just it's just the pole that I'm on right now. And then um so that's what I meant by writing a book. I want to write a book in my mind for me. Sure. Or write that how to understand a little more understanding, sure. I guess, yeah. I understand, yeah. And just when this book came to my life, um it was like um nothingness. <laughs> it talked about nothingness, it talked about dissolving, it talked about um taking a spiritual practice which I have done, getting up in the morning times and doing that. I talked about that. And but the thing that hit me at the time when I read the book was I'm a different personality than I want I when I picked up the book to the way I am today. Um, was self worth and just um what is self worth is being lovable and capable and those two things. I thought that was my my um goal at the time when I read the book. Or that's one thing that resonated so much. And then I, I look back at that and I realize, I, I think I've attained that, I, I feel confident that I have, but I realize I never wasn't. Yes. I always was. Yeah. And the, the bigger part of me... Yeah. And then one thing I learned too through that is that um, through through addiction and stuff like that, I was like I dated addiction for a long time, had a great relationship, became <laughs> <laughs> dysfunctional, and, and then I started, the time I, I got this book I was sort of broken up to some extent, but I still yes. went to addiction yes. to um, to get me through. And then I, and the nothingness was the thing that spoke to me, it was really depressing as well, which was good for me. And then I realized all I had to do was to drop off into nothingness and have the faith and the, the trust and, mm. and just do it. Yes. And then that means letting go of that relationship I had. Yes. Which was sort of like a, a cornerstone. There was comfort that I could, that I could feel. You know? Yes. And um, and then once then and I, that's all I wanted to do at a point. And then the universe always brings things to you know to light or something called alcoholic anonymous. Who knew? You know. <laughs> I mean, I just found it. Sure. It came, and the first step is like just realize that you're powerless when you take a drink. Yeah. And then I just realized. I just, I mean, I just don't have to pick it up. Yeah. And then I realize that if I don't pick it up, I go, well, what, what am I going to go to? What's going to be? Yeah. And then when I realize that I won't pick it up, I was able to follow to this nothingness yeah. and let all the things that I thought were so horrible and fearful and come. They did, they were, but they weren't. Yeah. I was able to face them and still walk away, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. still, and still live. And today I have, all I really need is a, a place to live, a roof over my head, and I may have a little bit more than that, but not much. And I don't even know if the heat works in winter time, actually, but I'm probably <laughs> <laughs> um, I moved at the end of the winter and I had to go, anyways, it doesn't matter, but I am completely at peace with that. Yeah. And now, that part of my life is like, so my, my life, I don't know if my life is a movie, my life is just what I do, yes. in the sense that it's, there's no drama, there's no... The only drama that I have is what I, what I um, is, uh, keep coming to me that keeps like downloading in my mind that I don't know how to express. 
I don't know how to talk about her. Uh. Or, um, and it's not like you can just sit down to talk to a friend, you know, like, yeah, I forgot that I was a monk last night or something like that, you know, or okay. something like that. Or I have this weird language that I speak sometimes when my dreams are, or at least stupid little things that are coming to me that I will not release, but I have to understand. Part of me has to understand it. Because, I, like I said, I truly believe that I'm flowing to the ocean. Yes. Parts of me are dissolving. So that means that not just my, this little, this little self that I'm here is just one part of, the nothingness is everything, but in between there's, there's layers. Yes. And then, you know, like, yes. now I'm, I don't want to see the, me being the actor, and we want to know who's directing the movie, what's directing the movie, so to speak, and, and things like, why do they come into this life, or, or not, not, not explain it. I don't explain it. Like, okay, he told us, you know, don't be trapped, don't be attached to dogs yesterday. My dog is my life, you know, so I go home and say, I'm not, I'm not attached to you. I'm trying not to be attached, I can, I can let you go, I can let that, that. So then, what does he do last night? He just decides he's going to be different. And he just does everything exact opposite that he normally does. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then, and then you know, and then I'm not. It's just I'm just watching, observing, and just seeing. And then near the end of it, it's almost like God pops out of him and says, "You know, we are all one. You know, but the attachment is um, is is a fear. I mean, like." We're there, we're sharing this together. Okay. And he's, I'm part of him, he's part of me. Um, when I, I signed on years ago to um, take him on and um, care for him for the roof over his head and make sure he has a good life. And I do everything in my power to do, and I think he has. Okay. And I realize that it's just not, I have to rely on other people, I have to give up my ego with him too. Yeah, sure. Like he's not just mine, he's other sure. He's taught me so much, Okay. but there was an agreement that we get, we're into it, so that, and that, that agreement was not just himself, it was with him, but it's greater than us with God, Okay. and with, with, with the universe, and so... Okay, that's kind of deep in story now, you know? <laughs> I know, but I don't explain it, but then, but then in, why did I come to this life? Well, you didn't. You're not here. Who's, okay, so that's what I want to know. There's nobody directing the movie. Yeah. There's no you that's here. Consciousness. Okay. We could say consciousness is, and consciousness is not. Yeah. Okay. When consciousness is not, no problem. There's only the absolute. Nothing else ever happened. That's the end of the story. Huh? Mm-hmm. Not much to say then. Yeah. Okay, so and the consciousness is part of the play. Consciousness creates through concepts. It imagines itself to be. And in imagining itself to be something, it either imagines itself to be something real or something to be an imagination. <coughs> so we have the capacity to imagine something and the capacity to imagine something is real. Yeah. Okay? It has both... Both, both run. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're both just a creation out of concept. Yeah. They both just come out of concept, that's it. So, 
in what what in, in this work you discover, oh my God, well I really thought there's an awful lot more real than what was imagined. I imagined I had a a life, a self-image. These are just concepts, they're not anything actually. What is my life? Is it my lifestyle? What what it try to describe what my life is, I would just be talking about ideas. I mean, what is my life? I mean, it's kind of simple. Everybody assumes to have a life, but actually, what is a life? What is a life? So, so even things that we see, accept, are totally real, they're not, they're just ideas. They're just ideas. Okay. So then, playing as form. Consciousness plays as the microphone and the chair and the flowers and you and Jack. And, 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 and consciousness does that. And there's a believed thought going on that, that uh, separation is real. And that when subject-object is running, that thought mechanism is running, that the subject believes it's the subject, and the subject believes the, opposite, the, the object is separate. And so we have duality. This doesn't make you having a life. There is no life. There is no you. This is just a thought running through consciousness. This, this is just all mind playing. That's all consciousness is. It's just ideas presenting as real and unreal. And we move them around and turn them around and say, well, that's real, no, that's not real. That's real, yeah, that's real. And, and that's all that happens. Consciousness is just playing with itself. It's going nowhere, it's starting out nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. There is no you with a life. There is no dog with a life. It's just one big blast of energy. If we want to bring in one, one misconsciousness now, okay. You know, there's a place for that too. <laughs> Do you know? So, so you, the dog, there's no separation at all unless that idea of subject-object kicks in. And then you have you and the dog. But without that thought process, of course there's no separation. There's no you, there's no dog, and you definitely don't have a life. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see? These, these ideas are just a product of, of all these other layers being already purchased. That's, well, that's what I meant when my, when I saw my dog as me, but as there's no separation, no. and also be nothingness. I mean, not, that's the only thing that intellectually, because I'm there right now, yeah. it just has to... Um, it's, gonna be, it's, it's not like... I don't want to explain. Well, it, it, it will come to me, and it will be released, and I will understand. But um, in the meantime, can you chew on one thing? Yeah. Everything that presents in consciousness is the same in essence, different in expression. See, I completely understand that. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So, focus on the essence or focus on the expression? If you focus on the expression, you've got separation. If you focus on the essence, well, it's just natural. There's only what is. Even you said, like, it's the 4951. Yeah. That goes for also us playing and observing to some extent. I mean... In and out of the movie? Mm, the world is more about being in the movie. This is the place of being in the movie. Yeah. Coming out of the movie is rare enough. So we're just in the movie no matter what. Well, you never were in the movie. Consciousness <laughs> is running an idea that there's somebody in the movie. You never were in the movie. Yeah. There's no movie. Intuitively, I understand that. Just yeah. my mind cannot... That's right. That's that. right. Your mind is coming after. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's right. what I would just like to... Yeah. That's right. understand. It's all right. It's coming. Your understanding is coming. Yeah. 
So I have no life and go away. No yeah, more. there's no life. <laughs> but I still want you to sign this. Sure, sure. There's no eye who has a life. <laughs> Everybody's brain fried, or uh, do you want to do lunch? Yeah. Okay.